אתם עם SBS בעברית. לעוד סיפורים מעניינים, כנסו ל-sbs.com.au. שלום אוסטרליה. Defense Minister Benny Gantz warned on Tuesday that Iran is just a few weeks from accumulating sufficient fissile material for a nuclear bomb. It is also working to finish the production and installation of 1,000 advanced centrifuges enriching uranium, including at a new underground site at the Natanz nuclear facility. On Wednesday, Gantz met with U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan in the White House and thanked him for the Biden administration's commitment to Israel's security. Iran was the top item on the agenda. Three Syrian soldiers were killed after the Israeli military struck targets using surface-to-surface missiles near Damascus on Friday night. It was the second alleged Israeli attack in Syria in a week after airstrikes last Friday targeted a structure in the country's northwestern Meisaf Mesyaf region. Israeli strikes to stymie attempts by Iranian forces to transfer weapons or establish a foothold have continued in Syrian airspace, which is largely controlled by Russia, even as ties with Moscow have deteriorated in recent weeks. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett decided on Tuesday to remove MK Edith Sulman from her positions on Knesset committees. Silman, a member of Bennett's Yamina party, resigned as coalition whip last month and joined the opposition, costing the government its parliamentary majority. Bennett had ha- held hopes of maintaining her support on key votes, but during Monday's faction meeting, Silman equivocated on lending her support to reinstating fellow Yamina MK, Matan Kahana, as religious affairs minister. Gahana resigned the ministry more than a week ago in order to bolster the government's representation in the Knesset. His plan is to return to the ministry without giving up his Knesset seat. Meretz MK Raida Rinawi Zuabi shocked the already teetering coalition when she announced her resignation early on Thursday. In a letter to Bennett and Yair Lapid notifying them of the move, she said it was prompted by a rightward shift from the government. She cited police conduct during recent clashes with Palestinians on the Temple Mount, as well as the funeral of slain Al Jazeera journalist Shireen Abel Akleh last Friday, where officers pushed mourners, causing pallbearers to nearly drop her coffin. Merit's chairman, Nitsan Horovitz, spoke with Rani Zouabi in an effort to encourage her to rejoin the coalition or at least minimise the damage of her departure. Rouhani Zouabi withdrew her nomination for the post of Israeli Consul General in Shanghai when she left the coalition. Following Rouhani Zouabi's resignation, joint list MK Samui Abou Shahade announced on Friday that he would submit legislation to begin the process of dissolving the Knesset this week, a move which, if successful, would lead to a fifth election in less than three years. It was expected that Benjamin Netanyahu's Likud would be proposing the dissolution of the Knesset. Last week, they abandoned plans to advance such a bill. Dissolution needs only a simple majority in its preliminary vote, but must garner an absolute majority of at least 61 votes to pass its three subsequent plenum readings. If it fails at any stage, it cannot be resubmitted for six months. On Friday, Renawi Zoabi said that despite resigning from the coalition, she may still cooperate with the ruling bloc, as the alternative to the existing government is much worse. She said, of course, I do not want to see Netanyahu return. 
Yesterday, Israeli media quoted sources saying that Renawi Zouabi will rejoin the coalition and not quit the Knesset. Haaretz reported that she was promised that funds will be transferred to build a new hospital wing in Nazareth, where she lives. While the Palestinian Authority continues to deny Israel any part in the investigation of the killing of Al Jazeera journalist Shirin Abu Akleh, Bellingcat, a Dutch-based international consortium of researchers, published an analysis of video and audio evidence gathered on social media. The group found that while gunmen and Israeli soldiers were both in the area, the evidence supported witness accounts that it was Israeli, not Palestinian fire, that killed Abu Akleh. Israel is continuing to investigate police behavior during the funeral. Latin patriarch Pia Battista Pizzabella told reporters at St. Joseph's Hospital in Jerusalem that the incident was a disproportionate use of force against the Palestinian flag-waving crowd of thousands proceeding from the hospital to a nearby Catholic church in Jerusalem's old city. Israel on Wednesday sent 2,000 helmets and 500 flak jackets for use by rescue forces and civilian organizations. This is the first military equipment that Israel has sent and is a sign of a change in stance. Since Russia invaded Ukraine on February the 24th, Jerusalem has tried to preserve its ties with Moscow and until now has refused to send military equipment, even defensive, to Ukraine. Former Communications Ministry Director General Shlomo Filber, a key witness in the corruption trial against former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, appeared to cast doubt on his own testimony on Tuesday, leading Netanyahu to celebrate the death of the most serious of three cases for which he is standing trial. Filber's testimony is an essential element of the charges in Case 4000, in which Netanyahu is accused of providing lucrative benefits to Shaul Elovich, then owner of Bezek and the Wallet news site, in exchange for favourable coverage. Filber had initially said that notes from the meeting which included the illegal deal were a record of what Netanyahu had asked for. But on the stand on Tuesday, he admitted to defence lawyer Boaz Benzur that it was entirely plausible that the notes detailed requests from his meeting with Elovich, which he was supposed to have brought up in a later meeting with Netanyahu. Yesterday, a 30-year-old man hospitalised at the Ikhlov Hospital in Tel Aviv was confirmed to be infected with monkeypox after having returned from Western Europe. The health ministry says he continues to be in a good condition and is being isolated and monitored. The virus, which causes distinctive pustules but is rarely fatal, was previously only seen in Central and West Africa. Lagba Omer celebrations on Wednesday night and Thursday on Hameron in the north passed without major incidents. Last year's gathering saw 45 people trampled to death in the worst civil disaster in Israel's history. In recent weeks and months, the government has invested millions of shekels into fixing the infrastructure at the site, demolishing the ramp where last year's disaster took place and fixing the stairs and walkways around Hameron. The event began on a somber note on Wednesday evening before sundown with a memorial service for those killed at the site last year. Their names were read out and 45 candles were lit in their memory. After nightfall and the recitation of evening prayers, the Lagba Ome celebrations began. Shortly after 8pm, the head of the Boyan Hasidic sect lit the ceremonial bonfire to mark the start of the holiday, the only bonfire allowed under the new rules. And a klezmer band immediately launched into a traditional song about Yo- Bar Yochai, 
prompting the 16,000 people on the mountain to break into a frenzied dance. Over the following hours, more than 10,000 people made their way off the mountain, making room for other groups of pilgrims to have their turn, keeping to the strictly enforced limit of 16,000 people allowed on the site at any given time. Israel yesterday ended the requirements for COVID-19 testing upon landing at Ben Gurion Airport. Travellers will also no longer be required to provide a negative test result prior to boarding flights to Israel. The rules were updated due to declining COVID-19 morbidity. Starting tomorrow, masks will no longer be required on most international flights. The number of serious COVID cases in Israel has dropped below 100 for the first time in months to just 89. The death toll since the start of the pandemic is 10,827. This is Peter Jones-Pellach reporting for SBS Radio from Jerusalem. רוצים לשמוע עוד סיפורים? האזינו דרך האפל פודקאסט, גוגל פודקאסט, ספוטיפיי או בכל מקום אחר בו ניתן להאזין לפודקאסטים.